0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Top Sports Headquarters podcast, the last one of 2020. We are your hosts. I'm Luke Watch, And I'm Tyler Smith. In last episode, we talked about some of who we thought were going to be the best players in college basketball, and now we're going to be talking about the team's in those same conferences and who we think will finish as the best teams in each one from 1 to 5. And those conferences are the Pac-12, the Big 12, the Big East, the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 10. Tyler, you can get started with the Pac-12. All
1: right. So I so number 1, I think who's going to win the Pac-12 is Oregon. I think Oregon is the best team in the Pac-12, and they have for the pa- for the past few years. I think Eugene Omori is one of the best players in the Pac-12, and I think he's going to lead Oregon to winning the Pac-12. At number two, I'm going to have UCLA at number two. I think UCLA is the second-best well-rounded team. Oregon is the first-best well-rounded team. I think with UCLA... I think if they play around their leader, Tiger Campbell, they will do really good this year. And honestly, they could play around anybody. And I think their inside presence with Jalen Hill and Cody Riley is very, very good. And I think that will help UCLA in the Pac-12. And then for number three, I put down Colorado. I think Colorado is going to come number 3 in the Pac-12. I think led by McKinley Wright, who is a very good player and has had, had and has had and and has been one of the best players for Colorado the past few years. I think he's going to lead Colorado to a a top 5 to being top 5 in the Pac-12 and I think that he's going to lead them to a March Madness tournament. Number four, I put Stanford down. I think Stanford losing Tyrell Terry was a downgrade, but I think adding Zaire Williams was a upgrade. And I think I think that they're going to place at number four. I think that Stanford is a very good team, and I think they can be dangerous to ranked teams. They haven't been ranked this year, but I think they can be dangerous to ranked teams. And then and number five, I have USC. With Evan Mobley, who is a double-double machine, the freshman, I think he's very good, and I think he's going to lead USC to a top-five place in the Pac-12 standings. I think it's going to be a battle for third, fourth, and fifth between Colorado, Stanford, and USC. Luke, what do you think?
0: All right, so for my first one, I also think that Oregon is going to – be best inside the Pac-12. Yeah, they're the only one currently ranked. They're the only team currently ranked for the Pac-12 right now. And like you said, Eugene Amorui, uh has been really good so far. And I think that held do good throughout the season for them to help them be the best team inside the Pac-12 at the end of the season. Number two, I have Stanford. I think it's going to be Stanford because, of, mainly because of Zaire Williams and Oscar De Silva. And I think that they're going to be a little better than UCLA, but UCLA, I, I think, is going to be third. Like you said, uh, Tiger Camp Campbell is a great leader. Uh, he gets assists. And I, UCLA, I think, will get up into the top five inside the Pac-12 at the end of the season. Four, I think, is going to be Arizona State, they they have, they have Remy Martin, who's really good, along with Josh Christopher, who I thought has, has been the more consistent scorer between them. But if Remy Martin starts scoring more consistently, then I think that'll really help their chances of being one of the top five teams inside the Pac-12 at the end of the season. And then my fifth one is also USC. Like I talked about last episode with Evan Mobley, he's been really good. His teammates can find him. And I think that USC will get into the top five for the Pac 12 this year.
1: All right, let me ask you one question. Okay. Why would you put Stanford at two? Or, like, would you rather. Why would you put Stanford at two? Like.
0: All right, so I, w- I would put Stanford. At two above uh, above of UCLA because because I think that they uh, they they're not they're not a better team well they're not more of a well rounded team but I think that they're a better team defensively and they have the they have a they have a main guy Oscar de Silva.
1: All right, that I do agree with that I I totally agree with that. But I think that I would put UCLA higher just because I think UCLA, I think they have, I think that they have like a more well rounded team. And if they need guys to step up, like Tiger Campbell will step up or Cody Riley will step up or Jalen Hill will step up. But I do agree with Stanford has the more, has a team where it's worked around a couple players.
0: Yeah. All right. So now we have the Big 12. And this is a this is a good conference, Tyler. You can get us started.
1: All right. So my top five. All the teams are ranked, but I think it's it's going to be. I think it's going to be a battle for first and second between Baylor and Kansas. But I think Baylor is going to come out. Baylor against Illinois. Their defense was outstanding. Not only that, but is this team defensively? Doing really well, but offensively doing really well. I think Baylor is, I think uh, Baylor and Kansas are like the, I think they're the best defensive teams in the conference. But I think after I watched the Baylor-Illinois game, and I think that, I think after watching that and watching Baylor's defense and just to watch their press that they run up top, that anybody can go up there and press at the top of the key, I think that is very, very good. And I think that they are the best team barely by Kansas. But I think with Jared Butler and all the players on their team, I think that it's, they're just really good. I think they're just really good. I think, I think Kansas is good, but I think the one thing that I think that Kansas needs to be a little bit more like, I think if it's, are we coming down to something? I think it's, The the more well-round, the more, like, who's going to step up for Kansas? Who's going to do this? And I think Abadji's going to step up. I think he's going to step up, but also consistency as well. But I do think Kansas is still one of the best, and I think it's going to be a a battle for first place in the Big 12 Baylor-Kansas. Number 2 I've Kansas. I put Kansas here because also they have an elite defense as well. Miles, you got Garrett, you got like everybody. You got um you got McCormick, you got Wilson, you got like a lot of people. You got Brown who's a really good three-point shooter. Not only that, do you have your leader Abaji who is there who is very good and he will step up in any moment. Now, number three, I had Texas. And why I had Texas is I think there are I think I think their offense is more like electric. I think with Greg Brown and his length, Matt Coleman as well, and then Jericho Sims in the paint, I think they are gonna be a hard team to beat. And I think I think that their offense is just a little bit better than West Virginia's offense, and that's why I put them ahead of West Virginia. Now at number four, I have West Virginia. I'm putting West Virginia here because I think they're I think they're very good. I just think can they beat these really good teams? Can they go out there and beat a Kansas? Can they go out there and beat a Texas or a Texas Tech? I I don't know yet. I haven't. I think they lost to Kansas earlier this year. I I don't. I don't know what their consistency, what their consistency is going to be against these good teams, but I think Miles McBride and Derek Culver are going to keep doing, are going to keep playing really well, and that will keep West Virginia up there. And then my last one at number five, I'm putting Texas Tech. Texas Tech is a really good team, but their defense is what they revolve around. I think adding in Matt McClung is obviously a huge one and i think and i think Shannon as well who is a very good player that can shoot the ball and take it to the and take it to the basket. I think this team is very good defensively and i think they're going to be up there in the
0: in the Big 12. Luke, what do you think? All right. So i also think that Baylor's going to be the best team inside the Big 12. I think that they're going to be at number 1 mainly because they have a good, solid offense and a solid defense. It comes between Baylor and Kansas. But I have Kansas as number two because they are a dangerous team. that, all, that They are dangerous to all, all teams inside the country. But they, I feel like they don't have one main guy who plays good over and over again consistently. That's why I have them at number two. And then, number three, I have Texas Tech. Texas Tech can compete with any team that you give them. They are, they they lost to Kansas by one point. It was a very good game, though. And I just, I think that they are the team, one. I think that they have, a, they're one of the best teams inside the Big 12, and that, they're one of the main teams inside the Big 12 that will come close to beating Kansas or Baylor. And then fourth, I have West Virginia. West Virginia is also ranked pretty high right now, and they have Derek Culver, who's a great guy inside the paint. He can rebound, and he's just a great, great player. And West Virginia, it I don't I think that Texas Tech can compete better. But West Virginia is also a team that will finish inside the top 5 for the Big 12. Then my last one is Texas. Texas is a is a good team. They they have Greg Brown and Matt Coleman and they have a good offense. But the reason that I have them lower than Texas Tech and West Virginia is because I feel like Texas Tech and West Virginia have the, have a better chance at beating the, the better teams inside this conference like Kansas and Baylor. And I, I think that Texas, I think that they have a better chance than Texas on winning those games against Baylor and Kansas.
1: All right. We are now going to move on. Well, let me ask you a question, real quickly. Okay. Out of all these teams in the that we just like, we both have the same like top five, same mm-hmm. team as top five. Yeah. What team has the best chance to go to the final four?
0: Um. I would say Baylor because they're because they're they are the number two team in the country right now. And I think that they're. Like I said, they have a solid offense and defense. And they really are uh dangerous to all different teams. And they're really just looking like uh a team that could go to the final four out of all these teams. What do you think?
1: I agree, Baylor. I just think Baylor's the best all around team. Uh I don't I think they're just I think they're very good on both defense and offense.
0: Alright. Now we'll move on to the Big East. Tyler, go ahead.
1: Alright, so the Big East has been dominated by Villanova, and it's going to and they're going to dominate it again. I think it's going to be harder because they have to run into Creighton. Number one is Villanova. I think Villanova's and they have been the most dominant team in the Big East for the past few years. I think Villanova's the most oh, the the best team in this conference. I think they're the best. Well-rounded team in this conference, Colin Gillespie, jeremiah Ro- Earl Robin- Jeremiah Robinson Earl. I just think this team is I just think this team is so good. I think um, they're just like a very good team, and I think you can't really stop them. I think that they're, I think that with Samuels and justin and Samuels and more as well. And Caleb Daniels Daniels, and as well. They're just a very good team. But I do think that they're, they're going to have a tough test in Creighton. Which Creighton is going to be number two. I think Creighton with Marcus Zyguranski and Bishop playing at the big man position. I think they're going to be very good. And a good test for Villanova. But I think they're going to come in second. Number three. I think it's going to be Xavier. I think Xavier has started off the season really well, undefeated. But they lost to Creighton, and they just lost to Seton Hall. But I think they will recover from that as they got a leader in Paul Scruggs, who's been at Xavier for a long time, and he has been very good for Xavier. Number four, I'm going to Seton Hall. Sandro Mamukashvili is really good. This is a big man that can handle the ball. He can dribble the ball down court, dunk on people. He can literally do anything. He's been at Seton Hall for a long time. With the help of Miles Kale, I think Seton Hall will come in fourth place in the Big East. And then, fifth place, I think is going to be UConn. UConn has one of the top scorers in the NCAA in college basketball. James Bow Knight, who dropped 40 points already. And he is just very, very good. He's a very good performer, and I think he, he's going to help UConn become fifth in the Big East. Luke, what do you think?
0: All right. So, I also think that Villanova is going to be, yeah, Villanova is going to be the best team inside the Big East with Colin Gillespie and Jeremiah Robinson Earl. It's they're just they're just so dominant. I mean, they might lose to Creighton but I, I still think that they're going to end up with the best record out of all these teams and they're going to, they're going to have a good season. And then two is also, my two is also Creighton. Like you said, Marcus Zegarowski is really good. He's a really good shooter and Creighton is ranked pretty high right now. And, they are definitely going to be a team to watch out for inside the Big East and will get into the top five inside the Big East at the end of the season. Number three, I have UConn. UConn is, is starting off the season one and two inside their conference. But I think that we're going to see a lot more out of this team, especially James Bonite as the season progresses and I think that they're going to be good enough to get past teams like Providence, Seton Hall, and Xavier. And then number four, I think it's going to be Providence. Providence has been pretty good this year. I think that they're going to be better than Seton Hall. Seton Hall is who I have number five, uh, mainly because um, Providence has already beaten Seton Hall head-to-head this season. But but I do think that um that they're they're both gonna be good this this season and yeah that's what I think for my fourth and fifth.
1: Alright, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Who do you think has a better chance of winning Big East Player of the Year? Jeremiah Robinson Earl or Colin Gillespie? Um Who is going to take over that team? Well,
0: well, I think both have the ability to, but I think that Colin Gillespie is a senior, and I think that he is really going to get it done. I really think that he is the facilitator for their team, and I think that he would have the bigger chance of winning the Big East Player of the Year. What do you think?
1: Um, I think it's Jeremiah Robinson Earl. I think Jeremiah Robinson or I think he's more dominant. I just think I I think that it's going to be close, but I think Jeremiah Robinson will or... win. Okay.
0: All right. All right.
1: Now we're going to move on to the SEC.
0: Luke, you can get us started. All right. So leading the SEC, I think that it's going to be Tennessee, because they are a very well-rounded team. They have strength at all areas, on the floor, at all positions. And I think that they are going to be, at the end of the season, the best team in the SEC. They are just very well-rounded and have lots of strength. And then my second is going to be LSU. I think that LSU is going to finish second is second because they have they have one of the best freshmen inside the country cameron thomas who's a great shooter and a scorer they also have trend in watford and they also have javante smart and they are a great shooting team they they have all different sorts of guys who can shoot and i think that they're going to be dangerous and going to be higher up inside the sec and then third i think is going to be missouri uh for Missouri, Missouri is a good team that has proven that has that has proven that they are a good team that can beat a that can beat team- other teams that are good. That c- by knocking off Illinois, they proved that. They've also knocked off Oregon. I don't think that they're gonna get higher than LSU this year. I just think that LSU will just be more. I think that they're just gonna be more. Than Missouri, but Missouri has proven that they are a good team this year by knocking off other good teams. Fourth, I think is going to be Florida. Florida did lose their best player, Keontae Johnson, but they've still but they've still been doing fine so far. And with the other teams inside this conference, I think that Florida will end up being inside the top five at this four spot and then fifth i think will be arkansas arkansas has started off the season has started off a great has, has started the season off great and i i think that they're going to i think that they're going to have a good season this year so far and yeah i i think that they're going to do good this year and and i think that they're going to make their way up into that top five spot for the SEC by the end of the season. What do you think?
1: All right. I think the best team in the SEC is going to be Tennessee. I think Tennessee is going to dominate the SEC. And I think with the OV Pons, their best player, and one of the best players in college basketball, I think he's going to dominate. I think they're such a well-rounded team that they're going to dominate like they did last night versus who I think is going to come in second place, Missouri. Obviously, Missouri lost to Tennessee by 20 points. But I think Missouri can keep, I think Missouri can be the second best team in the SEC if they keep up. Obviously, they had a big win versus Illinois, a ranked Illinois team. And they also had a big win early in the season versus a ranked Oregon team. And I think this really shows what they got with Xavier Pinson leading the charge for Missouri. Now, with number three, I have LSU. Now, LSU's only loss is to St. Louis. But I think with the players they have, like Trendon Watford, Devontae Smart, and Cameron Thomas, who is one of the top leading scorers in college basketball, I think they're a good shooting team, and they can also dribble dry. They can also take it to the basket and score. And I think this team is very dangerous in the SEC. Um, I think the four the fourth best team is going to be Florida. I think Florida is a very good team. I think once they once what's Kevon, uh Johnson gets back to playing basketball, I think they're going to be really good with Scotty Lewis and Noah Locke playing the guard positions, and I think they're going to be a very good team with a, with a lot of good guards, and I think they're going to be a very good team. And I think they're going to be also very dangerous to the SEC. And then the last team at number five, I'm going to say it's Kentucky. I know Kentucky started off one and six. They didn't start out that well, but it's John Calipari in Kentucky. I think they're going to recover from it. I think they're going to start to play, Kentucky basketball start to play really well. They're gonna to start to bond as a team with BJ Boston and they got their other five star Clark who's playing really well. And I think also Oliver Sarr, who is going to be very good for them this year. He is the most experienced player on that team. A transfer from Wake Forest. I think once they all start to bond and they all start and they fix their shooting, I think this Kentucky team will be will start to Get back into a Kentucky like what we're used to
0: seeing uh, by Kentucky. All right, I I don't think that Kentucky's going to be a top five team this year, just because of their start. I do I do think that they are going to get things together, but I think by the time they figure things out, I think that team the other teams inside the SEC will have already gone past them and. Will start to be having uh, a better season, and I think that Kentucky, Kentucky will get it together, but just they won't get it together in time, in in order to be a top five team.
1: And you say Arkansas is going to be five, right? Yes, I think Kentucky can be Arkansas.
0: I yeah, they they could, but but I I'm saying that Arkansas's record is going to be better than Kentucky's. Because Arkansas, Arkansas is just going to have a better record than Kentucky because of Kentucky's start. Yeah, but
1: Arkansas could lose a stretch of games and Kentucky could win a stretch of games, and it could all change right there. Yeah,
0: but then during that time, there's also other teams that could be coming that that could come past Arkansas and Kentucky. That's just what I think. I don't think that Kentucky's going to get it all figured out in time in order to be one of the top five teams has had the SEC. That's just what I think.
1: Alright. But I, I think that Kentucky's gonna get in time and I think they're going to be uh I think they're going to be um start to play as a team.
0: So all right. All right. All right. Now all right, now we'll move on to the ACC. Tyler, go ahead. All right.
1: I'm going to put Duke, why I'm going to put Duke at number one is because I think Duke is the best team in the conference. I think they got off to a slow start. They need to fix their shooting. I think the issue about their team is shooting. If they can get their shooting right, they can be a very good team. Jalen Johnson is out, which that is an an issue, their best player. But I think Matthew Hurt, I think DJ Stewart, Jeremy Roach. I think they all can come together and I think they can play very well and I think Duke will barely edge who I think is going to come in second, Virginia Tech. Why I like Virginia Tech is they're just such a good all team. Remember they beat Villanova earlier in the season and I think Virginia Tech has so much potential and I think they're going to be very, very good. And number three, I have Florida State. I just think that Florida State needs to start. I think Florida State needs to start stepping up and taking that role of a dominant team in a conference. They've been sitting behind Duke the past couple years. I think they need to take that dominant role and they have to I think they have to take that dominant role away from Duke and whoever's in front and they have to build on it. But I, I haven't seen that yet from Florida State. I think N.J. Walker and Scotty Barnes, two very good players, are going to do very well for them. I just haven't seen that dominance that dominance that they need to show to put to put some dominant. Like I haven't seen the dominance yet in controlling a conference. Number four, I have Virginia. Virginia got destroyed by Gonzaga. Remember, Gonzaga is the most is the best team in the in college basketball no doubt about it this team is really good they they destroyed Iowa as well so you know I think it is I think it is I think I think Gonzaga is a really good team but I think Virginia with Sam Hauser who's very good I think that he can do I think that he can be a leading scorer there and I think with Huff and Kihei Clark returning I think they're going to be very good for them as well. At number five, I was deciding between UNC or Syracuse. I put UNC there because I think UNC just has a little bit more talent. I think that with UNC, you got Love at point guard, you got Davis at shooting guard, you got Garrison Brooks at center, who's very experienced. I think this, and you have Leaky Black, who's very good at the wing position. I think this team is very good, and I think it will be hard to stop. UNC, once they get their point guards, once they get their young guards to play more smart. I think if they can get their point guard, I think they can get Love to play more, like, smart, um, not turn the ball over. I think they can start becoming more of a powerhouse. And then, I would, and then with Syracuse, the only thing with Syracuse, like I said, I think that if Syracuse had a little bit more, like, Syracuse is a good team. It's just that I think that UNC would barely beat them. I think they would barely edge them if they can get their point guard. Like, if they can get their point guard, Caleb Love, if they can get their point guard Love to play very well, I think they'll be able to. I think they'll be able to play very well. What do you think?
0: All right. So number one, uh, I have Florida State. Like you said, uh, Scotty Barnes and MJ Walker are their two main players, and I do think that they could both uh, do better at stepping up. But I think that they're first because I think I think that Florida State is just better than Duke right now. Right now, they just look better than Duke um duke i mean i uh, duke like you said also have also started off with a slow start and i duke will start getting more wins inside their conference but i really think it it is going to be really close between florida state and duke which whichever one steps up more and it's just going to be very close between those two and then third i have virginia tech virginia tech like you said has been in villanova at the beginning of the season this year and i think that they're going to have a lot of confidence going and playing inside these conference games against some of the bigger inside some of the bigger names inside the acc and then fourth i have virginia virginia has had a couple of losses that they don't like very much, but inside this conference, I think that Virginia has the ability to win a lot of games, and because their two losses are not inside, are not are not inside their conference. But I think when it comes in, when it comes into their conference, I think Jay Huff can really take over, and along with Sam Hauser like I mentioned inside the last episode. I think that Virginia c- could get into this four spot inside the ACC. And then 5, I also have UNC. Four losses to start, starting off with a record of 5 and 4 is not the greatest start. But all of their losses have been close. Although they, they they're owing to to start inside there to start inside the ACC. All their losses have been close, and I think that just a couple tweaks could could end up um, with North Carolina uh, having starting to have a little bit better of a season. And they could, and they could, if they could keep on going, they could get up to being into the top five for the ACC.
1: All right. Now we're going to move on to our last conference. We are going to give you who we think are going just – who do we think are going to be the top – just the top five teams in the Big Ten. Just who do we think it's going to be?
0: Yeah, not in – Luke. Yes. Luke. And, all right, so this is the Big Ten. What do you think? I, so, not in order. I think that these are going to be the top five teams. I think Iowa. Iowa with Luka Garza and – uh, a a a big beast inside who is very dangerous to all defenses, like we mentioned inside the last episode. Along with shooters Jordan Bohannon and C.J. Frederick, able to knock down shots. And then another one is Wisconsin. Wisconsin is probably the most experienced team inside the inside the Big Ten, and they've been playing really good so far. And they, they could for sure get into the top five for the Big Ten. Then another one could be Illinois. Illinois with Io Dezumu, who can score over 30 points a game. They, they are a, a team that could, again, for sure get into the top five for the Big Ten. They're one of the best teams inside the Big Ten right now, too. Another one I think could be Michigan State. Michigan State is who we are fans of. And not the start that they would want to start off with inside the Big Ten so far with an 0-3 Big Ten start. But I think once they start, once Joey Hauser starts, starts getting the ball more and starts uh, being able to knock down more shots because he has the ability to, I think that Michigan State could could for sure be a top 5 team inside the Big 10 to end the season. And then another last one who I think could be one is Minnesota. Minnesota because if when Marcus Carr is playing his absolute best, they can Minnesota can beat any team. That's that's why I think that Minnesota is going to be a be up here because Marcus Carr is one of the best players inside the country, and he's just very very dominant. Along with you have Liam Robbins inside the seven footer, who's very hard for offenses and defenses to stop. Tyler, what do you think?
1: All right, so I think top five. I think the best five teams in the conference are going to be MSU. I think MSU I think if they want to be one of the best teams in the country or fans of MSU Michigan State they need to find they need to get the point guard situation fixed but not only that do they need to find a go-to guy if that's Joey Hauser or if that's Aaron Henry they need to find the go-to guy and someone has to step up and I think If they can do that, they can be one of the best teams in the country. Now, I also have Rutgers. Rutgers has a whole bunch of potential. Got Ron Harper, who's one of the leading scorers in college basketball. Not only that, do you also have Geo Baker, one of the most clutch college basketball players I have ever seen. I think Rutgers is a very good team, and I think they will cause a lot of trouble in the Big Ten this year. And then there's Iowa. I think was a very good team. I think with Luca Garza, who is a top three college basketball player this year, I think that also with the wings around him, like Jordan Volhannon, CJ Frederick, Connor McCaffrey, Joe Wieskamp, I think if they can all it and they all they can all make shots and I think they're a very good team. And I think they will be a hard team to stop. And then I also have Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin is a very good team. They're an all-around team with Dimitri Trice leading them. They got Micah Potter. They have Nate Reavers, who's good in the post, and a good three-point shooter. They have a lot of players that can shoot outside, and I think they're a very good team. Now, Now, my last team is Illinois. I think Illinois, with one of the leading scorers, in college basketball, Io and Kofi Coburn in the paint. I think they're very dominant. I think coming off the bench, Andre Curbelo, I think he's also very good. I think they're a very good team. And I think also with their other freshman, Adam Miller, I think they can be very dominant in the Big Ten. And then I also had Michigan because I think Michigan can always cause trouble to any team, and I think Michigan's always up there in the top five, top six range of the Big Ten standings.
0: Alright. Thanks for listening to the Top Sports Headquarters podcast. If you have any if you have any other sports topics that you think that we should talk about, you can say so in the comments. Tune in next time and happy new year.
1: I'm sorry, i